also what we're drinking this week. Yeah, I, I'm not quite ready to get into that. I gotta go grab some stuff. Okay, you're not ready for the beverage roundup? I'll be back in 22 seconds. Do you want to do the beverage roundup on Tuesday? We can do the beverage roundup on Tuesday. Chris, uh-huh. listeners have come to expect a certain <laughs> constancy from this podcast. <laughs> Among other things, we do the beverage roundup on Monday. I mean, we've committed. Look, right. we've made a commitment. I was out of line, and I apologize. Do you want to leave and and come back? Do you, uh, can, no. You wanna, why would I do that? I, I, I feel like you. That doesn't. I feel like you jinxed the whole the whole week now. Oh yeah, I mean, well, we'll we'll only know by doing the week. Yeah, I guess and so. And then if it's off, we'll just do it again. Anyway, I'll be right back. Well, girl, okay. would you make me go home alone? You think I just stand there wearing a frown? Sometimes you leave me dry as a bone, and that's why I got another girl up there. Walking you home to your daddy's house, but you ain't in the mood. Okay. Let's do this, Muncie, Indiana. Yeah. Where Where are all my Muncie people at? So I guess I'll start the beverage roundup this week. John, people have yeah, that's fine. Starting things off kind of crazy. Now this is the Ex Novo Brewing Company. It's a local company here in Portland. The name of this beer is Cactus Wins the Lottery. It's a Berliner Weisse <laughs> sour ale with prickly pear. That's what I'll be drinking to start off with. That seems weird. After that, I'm going to be moving on to the troublesome wheat beer with coriander. So uh, far, most I of believe, those sound gross. I believe this is also a local, a local uh, outfit. Uh, nope, Chicago, Illinois. Huh, okay. I mean, that's pretty local. This is for you Chicago listeners. Then I'll be having a little palate cleanser. This is the uh, <laughs> Fever Tree uh, 6.8 fluid ounces of bitter lemon made with quinine, natural quinine. Um, yeah, and then, uh, you know, I've got uh, I've got my two, t- two kinds of water as usual. Yep. And if I get regular, hungry later... Regu- regular and chocolatey. Regular. Oh, was that a reference to that Payday commercial? Yeah, I guess it was. I hadn't thought of that. And then I realized this is the beverage roundup, but I just mm-hmm. thought I'd mention it in case. If I get hungry later, I've got some dolmas. Oh, dolmas. Yeah. Nice. What's it, what, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. What you got in those dolmas? I don't know. Whatever's, now, whatever's our, in there. Popul- I've never looked on the re- inside of a dolma, Chris. Our popular recurring segment, what you got in those dolmas? <laughs> I, have, I have no clue. You know what my wife's people call dolmas? Um, uh, you Meshi. Mean, I was going to say, you mean art teachers? No, Egyptians. Okay. Meshi. <sighs> They'll put all kinds of stuff in those dolmas. That's re- you never know what you're going to get inside a dolma. That's actually kind of cool. I mean, it's usually rice and stuff, but... Yeah. Uh, and I have a bottle of scotch, but I probably won't have to open that. Excellent. Excellent. I can I can feel the listeners getting excited hearing the beverage round... The Monday... The fabled Monday beverage roundup. <laughs> the storied beverage roundup. Yeah. Mm. Waste our time some more, they're saying. 
What do you have, Chris? Well, John, as as I believe you know, listeners have come to expect that over the course of a week, I consume no fewer than six beverages, one of which is sometimes a food item. Now, as always, John, my first beverage is a mug of tea. Now, this isn't your standard black tea. This is chai tea. Oh. Yeah, chai spice tea. I forget the brand. John, I don't know about you. But 20-some years ago, when I was introduced to chai tea, it was something special. Like, you'd order it at the cafe, and they would bring out, like, an entire tray (laughs) with... Do you remember those days? I do. Like there's a, a pot of tea and, like, a little cream jug yeah, and maybe it was, some it was, honey. It was like a, an occasion. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they had a they had a chai tea song that the, they'd call everyone out to perform. Yeah, then they would like ring up the home office, to, to let them know. <laughs> like somebody ordered chai. <laughs> a, a siren would be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was Chris. It was exactly like Pee Wee's Playhouse when it somebody said the word deal. of the day. Yeah, it was a huge deal. Chai tea. I- ah! Thank goodness it wasn't like when someone said, I don't know, on the program, you can't do that on television, which you may be too young to remember. No, it was definitely not like that. Thank, right? And thank goodness. You'd get green slime in your chai. Now, anyway, this chai is just from a tea bag, but it's all It's right. okay, though, Chris, because you could probably wash it off with some water. I do, in fact, John, have some you, water in my clear plastic mug. You know, because they, they also had that. They also had that thing about water on on that show. Oh, I thought you were setting me up for my next beverage. Nope, nope, nope. Just just <laughs> talking about talking about an old Canadian TV show. Was it Canadian? It was totally Canadian. You you've heard that. I wasn't even the aware Alanis of that. Morissette thing, right? Um, the, Alanis, the, the song about irony. No, no, John. No. Alanis from you can't do that on television. Became Alanis Morissette. That's the same. What? Person. You hadn't heard that? No. It's like an urban myth. Wait, who was? But it's true. Who was she? she I don't remember. She was okay. Alanis. Okay. The only character I remember is uh, Barth from Barth's Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would say that. Yeah, I guess I'm predictable All, that way. Also, a little peek behind the curtain. The same guy who plays the father plays Barth. Yeah, Whoa. you probably thought you it mean, was a whole separate cast. The it same was guy, just the same guy, the same, same guy, that, the same guy that plays the father on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if only we had that guy on. Our- hey, <laughs> hey, hey, listeners! I know there's a lot of you out there, and many of you are probably Canadian. If you or someone you know is the guy who played the father from "You Can't Do That on Television," why not co-host our show? We would love to co-host the show, have as a special guest co-host, the guy who played Barth from You Can't Do That on Television. Yeah, or you, mm. Shatner. Now, let me be clear. That's who we're talking the, to. We can, we can admit it. The only cast member from You Can't Do That on Television who we will accept as a co-host is the guy who played Barth. No, but you said- I don't said, want Alanis said... Morissette. I don't okay. want Moose. I don't want the woman who played the mother. Chris, Sorry, nobody nobody remembers these people. <laughs> you don't remember Moose. You you didn't you didn't you didn't begin that by saying if you are Barth from you can't do that on television. You said, "Hey, you Canadian listener." <laughs> 
if you know just to but narrow like, it down. Like because just, all Canadians so, know each other, right? Just right? So, no, just so our non-Canadian listeners could take a breather. <laughs> hey, non-Canadian listeners, <laughs> you might want to sit this one out. <laughs> okay, no, non-Canadian listeners, we need you to leave the room. Just leave the room. We'd like you to leave the room. Leave us, you too, Kushner. Yeah. Canadian listeners. Just a little just a little friendly uh, uh, podcast discussion between us, Mike Myers, William Shatner, and the band Rush. And the guy who played Barth from You Can't Do That on Ta- Listen, Canadian listeners. Well, he's not listening. We value loyalty. We need your loyalty, Canadian listeners. There is a huge Jeremy Greer-shaped cloud over this podcast that needs to be taken out. I'm talking about assassination. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that the shape Canadian that, listeners, that, I, that I'm looking at? Okay. We need you to travel to Louisiana, somewhere in Louisiana. We don't know specifically <laughs> where he lives. He seemed like he kind of had an attitude about New Orleans, so I'm suspect it's elsewhere. Yeah, it's probably Baton Rouge. Take him out. Take him out. Or as the locals out. refer to it, Chris. Baton Rouge. <laughs> they hate it when you say Baton Rouge. Do they? They hate it when you say Baton. It's not correct French, Chris. I mean... Baton. Isn't it, though? Baton. Isn't it, though? Chris, what else are you drinking? Oh, right, right. Well, I think I mentioned already that I do have a, a cup of water, my usual clear plastic branded mug. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we will not ex- read what that brand is. No. Listeners expect me to have no fewer than three cans of LaCroix. And they're not to be disappointed, John. <laughs> got myself got myself a coconut LaCroix. Got myself a lime LaCroix. Got myself a mango LaCroix. Ooh. Friends came over last weekend, John. We had a little barbecue, uh, partially in celebration of Christine, you know, her naturalization thing. Um, and they brought a bunch of LaCroix. We had all different flavors of LaCroix. Oh, that sounds awesome. My, my son sucked them all down. They are oh. all gone. All gone. There was like cran raspberry. There was like pear peach. All gone. I don't think I, I liked a, carbonated water when I was his age. I think I, I thought it a, was gross. I got myself a secret stash of LaCroix that I only use for podcasting. He doesn't know where they are. <laughs> Emergency the, podcast LaCroix. <laughs> except the except the coconut LaCroix, I leave those out in the open because he does not like the coconut LaCroix. <laughs> and John, my sixth beverage, <clears throat> as so often is a food item, today it's a bowl full of blackberries. What? That is not even remotely a beverage. John, blackberries, scientists will tell but you. But usually John. usually your 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 food esque beverage is like a smoothie or something. No, it was a smoothie once. I, last time it was a banana. Oh, was it? I, I don't why do, remember that. Why do you object to blackberries but not a banana? You know I forgot what? the banana. Well, you know, the no, banana no, no. is Hang just on. a smoothie no, no, in no, waiting. Well, no, no, I just remembered. We've got some cherry juice. Just play oh, the vamp music. Okay. I'll be right back. Okay. Oh, girl, okay. when you make me go home alone, you think I just stand there wearing a frown. Hey, I've got myself some black cherry juice. 
What brand is it? I do not remember. Hmm. One of those brands that makes juice. It's been so long since you were in the kitchen getting it a minute ago. Yeah, I forgot. To not even a minute ago. I'd like it to be a little less sweet. It's a little sweet for my taste. Yeah, I, uh, I've got some bitters if you Pretty want. Pretty good. You want to? Pretty good. You want to? You want a little um, dash of bitters in I there? Could, I, could, I could. I might pour some coconut Lacroix in there. Oh. Later on, when I'm feeling adventurous, yeah. To start with the tea. Could it's tell not you really a John? Monday thing. It's more of like a Thursday thing. Because I. At this point, I have seven beverages here, <laughs> counting the blackberries as a beverage. Of course, of course. I mean, they're mostly water. They're mostly water. Yeah. They're nine. Scientists will tell you. I could you, tell you were about to say that earlier. The berry is ninety-nine percent water. <laughs> That's a fact. That is a science fact. Um, Hashtag science. Yeah. Anyway, I got I got seven beverages now. Can I tell you something? Yeah. Not feeling thirsty. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to drink all of them. I was That's not, my commitment to you, the listener. I was not, not anticipating. Not feeling that. thirsty. Not feeling okay. thirsty. Girl, my lips are sealed. You make me one bar. Heal my car, shield my tie. Heal hard, deal bar. We'll stop you. Jim Davis is my name. You're listening to Being Jim Davis. The Bachelor Mag of podcasts. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. It sure is, Chris, and you sure are. (laughs) Well, what we're doing today on the podcast is we're doing a little Mm -hmm. thing called Reading Garfield. You may have heard about it. Okay, walk me through this. How does it work? It's it's a thing that the kids are doing these days. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just open that there uh, newspaper, that the you know the Muncie Herald. You know, you just kids today with their newspapers and their Garfield. You turn, you turn to the funny pages. That's what you're gonna do, and you're gonna look for three panels of a vaguely orange character. I mean, character like you know the character of the panels, like not like the literal character, Garfield. Also, the panels will be in black and white. Yeah. <laughs> Also, Gar- also Garfield is like less. I mean, he. Okay, you know what? We're getting into it. So, uh, Chris, what happens in it? Plus, you probably don't live in Muncie, and for all we know, the Muncie Herald isn't even a real newspaper. <laughs> is that just a thing we've been saying for the last year? Um, yeah, it's actually the Muncie Tribune. I think is the, is the uh, <laughs> if if memory serves correctly. Um, I think that's one of those things that we made up at one point and then just said so much that I started to believe it was real. And that's how you get to be president. The same way I feel about Lyman. So, all right. So specifically, we're looking at the strip for Monday, April 2nd, 1979, which is Uh the 288th ever in the Mm long-running series. The long-running hallowed... um, the storied Garfield series. <laughs> Chris, what happens? John, in today's episode of Garfield, we see things that we will never be able to unsee. Lines are crossed, John. Artistic lines? Lines, artistic lines, lines of taste. Picket lines. Lines of appropriateness, picket lines. Soup lines? I don't know. Uh... Lines in the sand. Um, Panel one. The line must be drawn here. This far, no further. You know what I I have? Star Trek reference. God. 
You know what I have to say about panel one, John? <laughs> yes, I do. One, one word, three syllables. Stan Calpo. I, I said I do, Chris. I, I, uh, and you, yeah, you probably yeah. did know that. Yeah, I did know. Standard countertop position. John yeah. Arbuckle is saying to Garfield, and he's gesturing with his left hand as if to indicate <laughs> that he is making a point. <laughs> He's saying yeah, or, or 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 squeezing an imaginary like melon or something. <laughs> but 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 it, but I'll, I'll give you that it's probably the former. It almost <laughs> when you put it that way, it almost looks like an obscene gesture. Almost like he's he's uh, miming an obscene act. Yeah, I'm not sure what the act is, but I think it's dirty. No, it could be it could be anything. He's saying to Garfield, and I would say John that he I'd go so far as to say that what he's doing here is mansplaining or maybe human-splaining to Garfield. Mm, I'm glad you did called you it know, that. Did you know most cats, this is John Arbuckle speaking, did you know most, it's not, it's me, but imagine. <laughs> I was you know confused mo- for a brief second. <laughs> did you, special guest host, John Arbuckle. John Arbuckle is saying to Garfield, did you know most cats shed their winter coats in warm weather, Garfield? Mm-hmm, because that's who he's talking to. He's talking yeah. to Garfield. Yeah, two two separate levels of condescension here, in fact. Mm-hmm. Number one, John Arbuckle's condescension, asking his cat, asking Garfield, an acknowledged cat, if he knows this basic <laughs> fact about cat. cat life. A card-carrying cat. Like, let me tell you what it's like. like. Let me. Like, he's he's not just a closeted cat. Like he he uh. is he is like he is open. He's flamboyant about his felineness. Yeah, John Arbuckle here. I, a cisgendered white American male, am going to tell you, Garfield, an acknowledged cat, what it, about the cat experience? Yeah, I don't think that term existed back then, but. Acknowledged? No, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, people never acknowledged things in the seventies, Chris. It was no, the, it was the me it was decade. The me decade. <laughs> John, it was not. That was the eighties. Level, level of, <laughs> and yet we both said it. No, I think they did call the seventies the me decade. Corrections to Jeremy at beingjimdavis.com. Mm. If you do send your corrections to Jeremy at beingjimdavis.com, remind him that I have forgotten to <laughs> set up that email address, and so your email will go to me. So you're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna Twitter him and tell him to. It doesn't matter, John. <laughs> so that's level level condescension level one is John Arbuckle condescending to Garfield. The first level circle of condescension. Yes. The second circle of con- of condescension, John, and I think this is all there is. I'll, I'll, I'll be interested to hear if you can take it to three. The second <laughs> level of condescension is Jim Davis condescending <laughs> to his readership as if we don't know the cat's name by now. As if we're oh. going to read panel one and think, wait, who is John Arbuckle addressing? I thought you were going to say- What's that orange uh, cat doing there? <laughs> no, but this is typical panel one fair. I mean- it's par for the course. Oh, oh yeah, it's it's typical, but it's typically condescending. Is it though? I mean, I, I I know it's hard to take yourself back in time to the 1970s before, mm-hmm. you know, before the Sopranos, mm-hmm. before 
other things before before like the Iranian hostage crisis. Yeah, before before the fiction had this you know serialized quality to it. You know, it, it was much more episodic, and you couldn't count on the fact that people would, you know, like know what the fuck was going on without people saying each other's names every five seconds. You know. Mm. I, I guess I'm just saying I don't know if it's condescension on Jim Davis's part so much as just like you know knowing his medium I mean I think there's a certain level of disrespect towards his readers of like look I know you yahoos won't be able to remember that the orange cat was named Garfield yesterday just because the strip is called Garfield and it's about him so I'm going to put his name in the first panel. And also, to be fair, Chris, Garfield was not even named at all yesterday. Fair enough. I stand corrected. John, I think technically you should have sent that correction to Jeremy at beingjimdavis.com. Yeah, you're right. Well, it's not set up yet. Maybe. How do you know I didn't? I guess you yeah. would. Um, anyway, that's panel one. Yeah. Anyway, panel two, uh, all of Garfield's hair falls off. A very disturbing panel. Too. All of it. Well, I guess not. Oh. Not not his. Uh, not not some of the hair around his ears. I guess. Mm. Yeah, that's weird. Um, if you let's let's get into that in just a sec. Okay. If you, the listener, have ever wondered what the onomatopoeia for all of Garfield's hair falling off was, we now know it's thump. And I have no issues with this. <laughs> Elaborate I'm, on that. I'm I'm absolutely okay with thump as the as the sound for that. I, oh, uh, oh, as the onomatopoeia. Yeah, yeah I, think I think it's fine. fine I think it's enough. fine because it's all. It's not. You might be picturing the hair like sort of gently wafting towards the ground. No, 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 no. It is slamming into the ground. Thump, like a sack of potatoes. Yes, like an hairy orange sack of potatoes <laughs> and uh it should be noted that john is startled by this mm, one might mm. say taken aback yeah john you mentioned very rightly i thought that it was not all but only most of garfield's hair that has fallen off it's the, i mean I, I would say it's the vast majority i was gonna say it's the lion's share <laughs> But I think that even is misleading because, because well, number one, Garfield's a cat, not a lion. Yep. And number two, it really is basically all of it. It's like ninety nine percent of it. Yeah, it's the ninety nine percent. The it's interesting what hair has remained. Um, those little tufts of hair that Jim Davis has started drawing on either side of Garfield, sort of on the upper head, not whiskers. No, they're like wings. Yeah, I'm just noticing this for the first time. I really should have. Garfield doesn't have whiskers. Yeah, well, his whiskers are on his cheeks. And no, I don't. Think, I mean, they're like. Oh, I think you think those things are his whiskers. I think they are. I mean, if you look at they're some like, other strips, like they're like right next to his ears. Though. I know. I know. But don't they look like them? I mean, the way they're drawn. I mean, if they were located in a different place, I guess yeah. But I mean, they're not, right? They sure aren't. I mean. I don't know. They're like on the. They're like, if Garfield were a human, they're where his ears would be. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're like, is it ear hair? But but his ears aren't there. Like his ears are on the top of his head. No, his ears are where cats' ears 
go. Yeah. Are. Yeah. Except that they his ears occupy like all of the top of his head, which is not a standard cat thing. But whatever. Okay, that's not important. <laughs> it's right a non standard cat thing. Yeah, I mean Garfield is a non standard yeah. cat. So it's weird, like those hairs, whatever they are, those misplaced whiskers, those upper side head whiskers have not fallen off. And also, Garfield's jowls. Mm-hmm. Now, I know this is a colorized version. The original was in black and white. But Garfield, like Garfield's skin <laughs> that has been revealed to us is, yeah. how do I describe that, John? Super Caucasian. It's like uh, salmon colored almost. Yeah, it like, like take, a pale take the color that John Arbuckle is, and it's like a few shades pinker than that. Mm. It's it's worth mentioning. In panel one <laughs> No it isn't. Garf yeah, no 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 no, this will be. Okay. In panel one, Garfield's eyelids were orange, but in panel two, after his hair is falling oh. off, they're that weird skin color, that sort of Pale salmon, I'm going to call it. Yeah, so the, the the hair has fallen off of his eyelids? Yeah, the orange hairs have fallen off of his eyelids and also out of the inside of his ears. Should we be saying fur instead of hair? Colored. Hmm? Should we be saying fur instead of hair? Uh, I mean, I guess we should be saying his winter coat. I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I think hair is fine. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't care to discuss it. Just <laughs> okay. It's just weird. It's weird. Um, anyway, the thing I was getting at is uh, his jowls have always been that yellow color, they're still yellow, indicating mm-hmm. that the hair on his like inside around his mouth did not fall out, right? Yeah, I mean, this whole this whole uh, this whole endeavor is is sort of a weird caricature of shedding. I think, I think that's mm. fairly self explanatory. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. I. It, it's weird. It's weird. I'll grant you that. It's um, weird, John. Now that I'm thinking of it, is it weird that Garfield's jowls are that yellow color? I mean, it doesn't. I mean, that's a weird I mean, coloration pattern, right? I'm so used to it that I don't <clears> even <throat> think about it. But it's kind of a weird pattern. It's distinctive. Mm. You know, it's like it's like how the Simpsons are yellow, you know I mean? They're just yellow because like they wanted it to be uh, like really noticeable when you were changing channels and you know, so it's like, <laughs> Oh, it's the Simpsons, but it doesn't really make any sense. No, it doesn't. Does it? You know, just well, finished my tea panel three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Panel uh, Garfield leaves the pile of fur or hair uh, mm-hmm. on the counter and, and begins to exit stage left. And John, uh, John is sort of uh, staring over it in disbelief. Yeah. And uh, Garfield is thinking, hmm, must be spring. Must be spring. That's a weird, yeah, why would he not say must? I don't know. This is a non-standard contraction. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, it's, it's got an apostrophe there. Yeah. Is that an Indiana thing? Maybe people in Indiana say must for must. Well, people say that. I mean, yeah. that's your typical Hoosier accent. I think okay, it's a standard. It's a standard. Is Mike Pence from Indiana? Uh, Mike Pence is the former governor of Indiana. Yeah, he's from Indiana, right? What's his Garfield connection? He, he, we should try and get him on the podcast. He is a Hoosier, Chris. 
Mm. We should try and get him on the podcast. We should get him on the podcast when we also have a woman on and then leave the two of them alone. <laughs> and then we can like jump out and say, fuck you, Mike Pence. Mm. Joke's on you. Um, yeah, but no, no. I, I mean, to, 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 to get at the heart of, of uh, what, what you were saying. Yeah, I think, I think it's a standard thing in speech, but maybe not so much in writing. Mm, you yeah, know? maybe so. Well, I look, we won't find out whether it's a Hoosier thing or not until we have uh until we have on future president and or convicted felon Mike Pence <laughs> as a special guest host. It's honestly it could go either way at this point. I th- I'm 50-50 on it. Yeah. Um yeah. Anyway, um <clears throat> uh, it's a Garfield is- strip. Yeah, it's yeah. a Garfield. Spring is <laughs> It's a Garfield. It's a Garfield. Spoiler that's our new catchphrase. Spoiler alert, this week's theme topic is spring. Which is in keeping with the calendar dates. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's April. It's yeah, April. Fair enough. John, you know, yesterday we uh we missed April Fool's Day. That's because there was no there was no April Fool's joke because that was normal behavior for Garfield. We neglected to play April Fool's jokes on one another. Well, next well, year, listeners. Well, uh, better had, luck <clears throat> next year. That episode uh, has not aired yet. True. Uh, in fact, I'm editing it tonight. <laughs> no, it, actually, no. I forgot. It's <laughs> it's uh, it's edited. It's edited. Uh, oh no, that's Sunday, right? Yeah, it's no, it's edited. Uh, I I just haven't haven't done the write up yet. You could edit in yourself saying like, oh, Chris, look at this dog vomit on the floor. And then it's, you know, it's fake. It's, eh, it's whatever. edited, but not, I, I've edited it, but not listened to it. I mean. And that is true. What's the point of listening to it? Well, you got to listen to it so you know what to write. I, I, I don't. Oh, for the, for the. Yeah. I, John, have you seen any of our episode summaries recently? Yeah, they they're they're rarely, amazing. They're amazing. They're rarely on topic. I, I I don't I don't understand those words. Anyway, uh they are amazing. They are as plump and delicious as these blackberries I'm eating. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis because the color of that wall isn't just going to argue about itself. <laughs> you can support the program by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. Please visit their blog at www.beingjimdavis.com, where you could leave a comment or send us an email. You can also follow us on Twitter at beingjimdavis, or follow me on Twitch at outrageous potato. And I'm on Twitter at the Thank you. One promotion. There you go. It's your one promotion. I don't even mention Twitter. Or do they already know? Maybe it just doesn't bear repeating. I, I mean, you know, I got a lot of followers now, John. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again tomorrow. We won't see you at all. <laughs>